0: to everybody. Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a lot to talk about today. A lot going on in the baseball world. We're going to start out in San Diego, where there is some news regarding Manny Machado and the Padres. So, Manny Machado has announced he's going to be opting out after this season. He's he's got that clause in his contract, you know, he signed a 10-year, $300 million deal ahead of the 2019 season, and once he opts out this year, he's going to leave five years 150 on the table from his current contract and it's really no surprise here because 150 million dollars is something he'll have no trouble beating on the open market provided he remains healthy i mean after an offseason where he saw aaron judge sign a 360 million dollar deal that begins in his age 31 season it's a pretty reasonable bet that machado is going to become the first player to sign multiple 300 million dollar contracts in his career he's also going to be entering his age 31 season, just like Judge was this past winter. Although he obviously would not have played the entirety of that first contract, but you know, uh, Machado is going to be getting a lot of money. And he's performed at that level to this point in his career that would definitely warrant such a contract. I mean, he was runner up for the NL MVP in 2022. He has six all-star appearances, five top five MVP finishes, two gold gloves, and a silver slugger under his belt already. He's... On a Hall of Fame trajectory, particularly considering the fact his offensive game has taken a step up in recent seasons. I mean, since the start of 2018, he has a 133 way to created plus, and it jumps to 139 when you look at 2020 through 2022. So he's just been getting better offensively and it's being reported that Machado is looking to sign for double digit years. So he's looking for a 10 year deal at least. That's, that's going to be interesting, right? I mean, he's looking for that kind of money entering his age 31 season. I think he's going to get it because his game has has aged great gracefully. I mean, he's entering his age 30 season right now and he's he's been great. He's been healthy. He's been performing and he's been improving offensively. So I think he's going to get what he's looking for. But the report is that Machado set a deadline for the Padres to get an extension done. February 16th was the deadline. And if the Padres gave him the deal he was looking for. He would have taken it, but they didn't. They offered to tack on an extra five years, 105 to his current deal. So the remaining value of his contract was five years, 150. They were going to give him a further five years, 105, which means they're offering a 10 year, $255 million deal. And Machado could beat that. You can definitely beat it on the open market. You know, 25 and a half a year is, is decent, but it's not, it's not a what the open market would give him. He's going to get 30 30 plus million a year easy on the open market for 10 years. He's going to get that for sure. So now he's he said it in, in an interview. He's opting out. So that's what is said and done. He is opting out. I mean, it's still possible that the Padres could offer him that deal in the winter. But I think if they were going to offer him a deal to keep in San Diego, they would have done so right now when they weren't competing with other teams, because in the winter, they're now going to be competing with so many other teams for his services. So it is what it is. He's focused on baseball now. I mean, the Padres have a lot of big names on their roster, obviously. You have Tatis, Xander Bogarts, Hugh Darvish, Manny Machado, all these guys making big money, except for... Oh, Juan Soto as well. I forgot to mention Juan Soto. All these guys making big money except for Soto who hasn't hit free agency yet, but he's someone who's turned down a lot of money from the Nationals before because he's also waiting to get to free agency. So it's going to be an interesting winter next, next winter when we have Otani on the free agent market and Machado as well. That's going to be, that's going to be remarkable. Moving over to Phillies camp. So the Phillies and Aaron Nola have recently exchanged extension offers. They're trying to work things out over there. They've discussed a possible deal. But as things stand, NOLA is on track to become a free agent next winter. Still hasn't really come to an agreement with his team. So it could be that he is also joining Machado and all those guys on the market next winter. It is what it is. In other news, so spring training is underway. You know, we, we talked about this. Already. The biggest X factor on on a contending team this year is Jack Flaherty of the Cardinals. So he. Yeah, he he he, he's accountable, you know, he could have ducked the question, ignored, you know, the elephant in the room during an interview, but he mentioned it. He 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 knows that he is going to be a free agent after this season, so he knows it's a big deal. So he has to have a good year. Because this is, he said, technically it's the final year of my contract and that makes it a bigger year. But you embrace it for what it is. Nothing happens until we get there and the goal now is to win a World Series. So he said it because Fidey has a lot of talent, but health has been an issue over the past couple of seasons. Um, He's a lot healthier right now than he was last year. And last spring he was getting some platelet-rich injections and all that to rest and alleviate shoulder pain that lasted throughout 2022. And he only threw 36 innings in 2022. But late in the year, he did he did look pretty good. I mean, in September, in San Diego, he had a ninth nice strikeout performance. And that convinced Flaherty that he was healthy. He convinced himself with that performance that he was pretty healthy. Does he have enough to get back to his levels of 2019 when he went for a 2.75 ERA and 231 strikeouts? We shall see. We shall see. But obviously, free agency is a big deal. It's a contract year for him. He's going to try to be healthy. And make the most of it. Tim McCarver passed away recently. He passed away the other day at the age of 81. So Tim McCarver, I I, I mainly remember him for his announcing. You know, He, he was someone who it was always Joe Buck and Tim McCarver on Fox calling the World Series and, and other big games like that. But he played in the major leagues. He was an all-star, a World Series champion respected teammate and you know had a had a good career and as a player and as an analyst honestly. So you know kudos is to the McCarver family. McCarver did make his mark on the game and he's definitely gonna be remembered. In other news, let's head out to Brainton Florida. So this is we're talking about Pirates Camp, right? It's it's an interesting one. They have Andrew McCutcheon back with the Pirates this year. You know, he's not Kutch, he's not MVP level Kutch like he was back in the day, but he says it's great, it's great to be there. He's happy to be back in Pittsburgh, you, uh, you know, digs in his Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh uniform. And, you know, things have changed over the last five years, but it's a familiar face and he's in, he's in a familiar area. The Pirates aren't necessarily expected to do a whole lot. You know, Brian Reynolds is someone who has, you know, Whose, whose name has been brought up in trade talks so many times, so many times. Uh, the Pirates have decided to hold on to Reynolds for now. He's their best player. We'll see what happens throughout the course of the season if they do end up trading him for someone else. But Kutch probably will have decent amount of playing time. As we know that there is the DH in the National League, so you have more places to play him. And it's not like there is a whole lot of competition out there in the outfield for Pittsburgh. So you see him in left field or something like that. So that's the deal coming out of of Pittsburgh, O'Neal Cruz. You know, his goal, he says his goal is a 30-30 season. He mentioned that the other day. That's obviously a big goal. Um, As a rookie, he demolished 17 homers, stole 10 bases in 87 games. So he has the raw tools. I mean, in 87 games, he went 17 and 10 if you were to extrapolate that over a full season, that would take you to 32 home runs and 19 steals. Obviously, it's you can't just simply extrapolate, but O'Neill Cruz has an unparalleled mix of power and speed. I mean, he has the record for the hardest hit ball in the StatCast era. He did that in just his 54th career game. His average exit velocity is in the 91st percentile. And as far as sprint speed, he's in the 98th percentile of sprint speed. i mean, the only person... On his level is Shohei Ohtani, who's you know surprisingly also really fast because what can't Ohtani do at this point? So we'll see what O'Neal Cruz does with a full season, if he can stay healthy. But he's he's aiming for 30-30 and he's got the tools to do it. So that's where we stand with things right now. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.